just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending. So we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Coach Nick Davies, what's a good word? Coach Josh. Internal, external from our last recording here has been with me this week, but maybe some resistance today to going back to that spot. But that's okay. Um, what's on my mind right now? Back to the balance, I think. Back to the dynamic equilibrium. Equilibrium. Back to the what's the most important thing? Um, honoring all the parts. I think oftentimes the process. I think this showed up with the clients today a little bit. At least one client, you know, where sometimes it's just everything's okay. Nothing needs to be said. Where I'm with a client where we spent a lot of time and in the last year, start this year, setting the plan, getting clear. Now we're in Q1, we're deep into Q1. He's executing on his plan and he's just doing it. And oftentimes we work with clients, there's so much that's happening that keeps them off, that's pulling them away, that there's always so much to do just to bring them back every time. Get clear, we really clear, it's a really important thing. When you get it rolling, you create a lot of clarity where it's just like, it's, t- it's fine. Like, I, got, I, don't, I don't know if we need to do anything right now. And then the, it's tempting to go, okay, well, let's start planning again for the next part. But you're where you're supposed to be in terms of execution. Maybe that's how I feel a little bit today, you know, which is counter to where I generally am thinking through today or have been thinking through today of like, okay, there's plenty of stuff to do to get out there, but suppose where i am now just it's always reflective the time of day we record as well where it's the end of the day i've done a couple of prospect calls today a whole bunch of client calls team call different hats i suppose right now it's like this perhaps a bit of peace what jumps out for you from all that stuff coach that's two two minutes 20 of just stuff yeah and perfectly fine with uh getting back to dynamic equilibrium i think we we did two episodes in a row maybe of, of that internal external and i think i think there's some point in the future where we where we will return from that or to that um because i think we left off at some some pivotal junctures there but uh we're also monitoring as we go here right so that'll be an easy easy conversation to go back to as i practice leaning more into the internal and seeing how it, it results in the external uh to your point today uh, what I think about is, you know, I used to work at uh, Luigi's Restaurant, my first job, I think while I was in college. And I had the the fry grill where we would, you Don't know, tell cook. me they're a pizza place. What's that? Don't tell me it's a pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pizza, Italian subs, like the, the whole works, pasta. Right. Um, anyways, 
the grill or, or some of the equipment sometimes would go unscrubbed at the end of the night. And so if it went like a full week without, you know, just the corners of it, it was nearly impossible to get out. It was a pain in the ass. And, and you know, when you're trying to break break down equipment at the end of the night and clean, all you want to do is get out of there. And it was just a pain in the ass to, to scrub this grill. So what we ended up doing is whatever it need, whatever, whatever it took to get it down to as clean as possible. And then we cleaned it every night and it was a light scrubbing as was all it required. So I think about that with clients who are in that place, all it takes is that a bit of, uh, it's almost the same as like preventative maintenance on like an HVAC unit or something like that. Like it's good, but we also need to prevent things from happening as we go. Um, and then I think about when you're creating a strategy and a business plan and getting ready to execute, like, what does it look like when you're successful? Because when it, just identifying that once you're there, then you can live in that space. Like we want to get to a space usually, and it's always moving and there's always more after, but if we self-sabotage, that's where self-sabotage comes in. Like what, what could go wrong? And you start to look for problems and then you attract them. So I don't know. I threw a lot of analogies out there, but that's the, the last one in particular. I think about like, when we're in that space, let's just appreciate that space because we know it's also a pendulum. Something else is probably going to come around and we just want to stick in that resourceful state to handle anything that might come our way. And if nothing comes our way that we didn't plan for, then we execute the plan and we appreciate the, the space that we're in. Yeah, it's okay that everything's okay. I had a coach of mine tell me that once in my Tony Robbins days. It's like, was, he saw me searching for some, something to work on. I was like, it's okay when things are okay. I, lo I love the Lu Luigi story. That's awesome. You know, that's definitely how it was today because it, it's that daily... So here's the, here's the odd, that daily light scrubbing. So maybe five times a week rather than once a week. I, you could do the math on that, right? How, how much time does it take to scrub it each day versus how long would it take to do the one big scrubbing? Yeah. What would you say? It was probably 30 seconds if it was daily, but then it was like 15 minutes if it was once a week. Oh. So yeah. it was, it was net less overall. Oh yeah. I, w I wonder as well, if still, even still, if it was like five minutes a day versus 15 minutes in one shot, it still mm. feel less, even though mm. overall there's more work. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, because it's like adherence is the important part, right? And it's just like, how big would it feel at the end of the week to go, oh man, Friday, I got to do this thing. Friday of all days, 15 minutes, like mm. how much impact negatively would it have on the rest of your performance in the day? But yeah, but 30, 30 seconds times five times seven. Yeah. It's diff different. Like it just, it's like, it doesn't exist anymore. Right. It's just right. so actually reminds me of what we were talking about in our last recording a little bit when I started talking about having everything figured out for myself and then bringing other people in my life. Right. Like going, Oh, I figured it all out now. And then you change that traction and then like, it's the next challenge. That's I've been thinking about that a lot, you know, and it's that type of thing. Like obviously I didn't have everything figured out, but what I meant really was I could trust myself to make my life drama free. I, I would have had everything so lean in my own existence that everything I did was really quick. Mm. Here's a really obvious example. Right. It's, if you're going to run out to go grab something from a gro grocery store, if it's just you 
you know exactly where your car keys go because you left them there before and no one's going to touch them because it's just you. You get in your car and everything's exactly as you left it because it's just you. And you get in, you put your seatbelt on, like you're you're going before basically you've turned the engine on, right? It's so quick, like bang, you're off. You know exactly where the grocery store is. You park in a place that's most convenient to you, the closest. Out of the car without even thinking about it, close the door behind you before you're in the store, before you know it, you're picking up what you need to pick up. You get the the lineup, you're perhaps listening to a podcast while you're doing it. Like you're in your place where everything's like smooth. You've got exactly what you want. In fact, you spend a little time just pondering even a little bit because it's like relaxing. You get whatever you want, you get straight back in the car, it's all smooth, and if it comes back and like everything's where you left it when you got back and exactly the same. You know, and you eat you eat your bunch of chicken that you just bought already there's. Uh, that is just like it's a very easy nothing process that probably feels good net energy up even if it's something you didn't want to do that when you layer in like kids you just take kids today like okay cool get your shoes on 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 please get your damn shoes on <laughs> finally once the shoes are, shoes are on it's like oh then i gotta go to the bathroom all right go to the bathroom. and then it's like a, you got me i need to take a snack okay, i want to take a drink like get your coat on and then you gotta get to the car and once you get in the car it's like can you please get in the car? Please just get in the car. No, I want to do it myself. Okay. So can you get in the car, please? Okay. No, do okay. Do you need help? Yes, I need help. Okay. And then you got to put the seatbelt on. You got to make sure the seatbelt's in. All right. And then, then you got to start going. And then in the way, it's like, I want to listen to this. I want to listen to that. And you get the joke. The point is it's a completely different experience. And it goes from being something that you're completely in control of to not. Right. And so that that's really what I was getting at in terms of that type of I figured it all out for myself because I go back to early parts of my life like that. Even that first part would have been more challenging because, oh, where do I go? Where do I, where do I park? Like, what what do I want here? What, and all that stuff I'd figured out for myself, as it were. Does that, does that resonate? You know what I mean? Big time. What I'm thinking of is a, <clears throat> a client that we coach, a whole group of people. And what has been an interesting dynamic there is the people who are good tend to carry the other ones who are maybe struggling or going through uh, a difficult time. So that's what's resonating for me because because I've seen it flip. Then all of a sudden the people who were like needing the assistance are all of a sudden the leaders and out in front of the pack. And guess who's, you know, needs a little help is, is the people who were leaders before. So I think it cycles in and out with larger groups. And I like what you're saying about, you know, if you're good, uh, you know, it's incumbent upon you to, to look around and see who's not good and, and like share some of those. And that's what we're doing with our podcast, right? Like, we understand a lot of these business principles. We want to share them with people so that they can they can grab something from it too. And I think that giving is is the most uh, the most rewarding. The most the, the best part of being good is being able then to um, fill up others' cup, fill up others' cups, and and help them fill their their own cup up. And and to notice that when it is in a space that that's worked, you say keep in that space and don't just go i don't need something anymore because then as you say you will start looking for the things that you don't want and then you'll find them because what you focus on is what you get and that's just such a such an important thing um which part of this do you want to dig into coach what's what's coming up for you the most here yeah i think of um the biggest thing i can think of is like purpose your purpose right purpose of life why, why are we here and I've heard this before. Maybe it's like an Alan Watts podcast or video. He said something like, like, thank God that's not defined or else once we get it, then we're like, we're done. So when we get to that place, there's always something more, something greater to achieve in that place. And, 
it's scary to define it and then to get there and be like, oh, this is what it is. Like I'm here now. Now what? Now what happens? Um, so I think it's well to answer your question. I just think about that for myself because so many people, including myself, like want to know. I want the answer to that question. Like, why am I here? What's the purpose? You know, I want to make sure that what I'm doing is meaningful. I think the biggest indicator of that is when I have that space and time and when I am good, how do I use it? Like, do I rubber band back down to where I was or do I, do I make that the new normal and, and attempt to bring other people up around me? I had a client tell me a story about someone he knew this morning that said he, his friend that he knew grew up in a bad place in California and bad family environment and you know trouble with addiction and things and just decided that at one point he was going to get on his motorbike and drive to Northern California and it's what he did and create a whole life for himself and did really well in a business and then married someone and they were happy for a while they had three children something like that and then the reflection was that this person that he married was just basically what he left behind in the other place so he although he'd seemingly one on the outside the external oh we're back to that again he brought the internal with him brought, yeah he brought that back yeah the representation of that but yeah this i mean the purpose is so important right because yeah like it's not just one thing for start and if you do it, the, the scary thing is yeah, not really defining what it is to know what it is when you got it anyway you won't know but the and then even scarier than that is to get really clear about it, go and think about that's just the only thing you know that's not it's the purpose for right now right it's 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 creating the person you want to be for right now and there's no end point I and mean, that's why people that aren't thinking about it properly just go i want to get loads of money or i want to get loads of something and then they get it and then they go now what right because there's no end point and that's such a classic cliche right yeah that's that's the biggest aha moment for me right there. Um, that purpose purpose changes because if we if we make purpose into an actionable thing that we can do, then of course there there will be an ending to that, or there will be an achievement. Like I, I got there, I did it. Um, yeah, you know, I think of Tony Robbins. Uh, he's got a goal right now. I'll, I'm sure I'll butcher it, but it's like feeding I don't know a million people or something like that. Um, a billion, yeah. So he'll eventually get there, right? He'll get that goal. Yeah which behooves him to make a different goal, bigger, stronger, better, whatever, whatever that is after that. Um, so it's coming up with things that are so big that it's going to take a long time to do, but also like recognizing you'll get there eventually. And then there's going to be another goal, another purpose behind that. It can change. Yeah. It, it could be more than one thing. The context, the contrast, the scale of what do you need right now? Who are you right now? And then what are you doing? Like, how do you make it big enough? to you realizing that it's going to juice you up to get it because you you if you if you're successful enough and whatever that means for you then going to set another similar goal you will likely not get it because you won't need to recruit as much of yourself to get there mm. so you won't put you much in it and then you then that's how you can dissipate right that's how you can self-sabotage right because it won't be meaningful enough to you to get enough leverage mm. that tony robbins example is good because he talked about knowing he can't do that himself. He has to bring other people in. He has to create mm. leverage through others and deeper relationships. And he has to have people enroll into his vision of doing that in order to get there. And so therefore, like that's a big enough challenge for him to get the most out of himself as well. 
Yeah. So that that's an art of knowing like what you need at the moment. Where is that leverage inside you? So purpose changes inside as leverage. What you got yourself to do something five years ago, five minutes ago, five hours ago is not the same thing as what you might need in the coming fives, whatever those fives are. Could be, but it might not be either. Right. But and not only is that okay, but that's that's normal or that that that's uh, ideal, maybe even. Um, like we're we're meant to accomplish things and to move on to accomplish more things after that. Right. Yeah. It's like all in on this right now, and then the next thing is completely something different. Could be, or it could be something that's very similar. You know, just like you haven't. There's a there's a nuance about it that which is juicing you up. Yeah. Why, why I love this conversation today is because I think we work so hard to get, to get rid of, to master, to shed the things that we feel are weights in our lives. And this is a good reminder to think about, well, once those are all gone, how would we even spend it anyways? Are we, are we okay? Would we be okay if we got to that point? And all of a sudden we're sitting here and we have everything we want. All right, so here's my crutch that I go to on this oftentimes. So I want some your thoughts on this and, and some coaching on this. So I, I often think that I just want the space to figure out what the next thing is. So my goal right now is to get the next thing, to buy myself space to figure out what's the next big thing. And so here's my logic is that it takes a long time to really refresh and understand what's most important and what's the next path to go down? What do I want to explore? And I think there's some scenarios of where you are right now. And maybe I'm just more in the execution of this and where you're more in the ponderment of this. Because you do need that space to be able to... And it, it can't just be there's an hour in there. So it's, so this is back to that end of the year. It talks about you know the three gears of energy. Putting that time in where you've got the execution and energy for the gear gear one where you're driving, driving, driving. And then there's number gear number two, which is the rest, which is pulling over to the side of the road and sleeping because you're tired. And then oftentimes we do that and we wake up and we just go back into drive and go back into the execution energy. Every now and again, you need the third, which is the reflection energy, which allows you to go deeper because 20 minutes of just sitting and resting will lead to certain outcomes, but two days of sitting and resting will lead to something completely different. You can't force those things in. You can get more practiced. Yeah. I, re I read something in a book the other day. I was talking about restfulness and laziness. How do we know the difference? It's like, well, if you, go to, if you go to take a nap and you know what you're going to do when you wake up, that's restfulness. If you go to take a nap and you have no idea what, what you're going to do when you wake up, that's laziness. <laughs> <laughs> So like you're replenishing for a purpose versus just like you're tired. So you just want to break. That's what I think about when you shared some of those gears there. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Cause then it, what, like if I'm tired, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get up. If I'm, if I want to take a nap and I don't know what I'm going to do when I get up. Yeah. I don't know if I'll take a nap. <laughs> I've got no reason to, if that makes sense. I've got no reason to replenish, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. That's what kind of drums up for me. Like I'd feel like, yeah. That's definitely Fine. looking at it through a leverage lens of perspective there. <laughs> like they, I, I think the, the average person would, would just 
sleep. If they feel tired and there's nothing to do, they would go to sleep. Yeah, right. If there really is nothing to do and you're tired, it's like, but that's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Presuming you've got a place you can sleep that's quiet or if there's there's nothing to, well, I guess then you'd have something to do. But if it was like just a a room and a bed and you're tired, like that's a no-brainer. Yeah. I I do want to go back to your main purpose of bringing that up because I think I, I love this topic too. Um, I am in that space right now. And I, I think the challenge I'm having right now is, uh, what I want, um, here, I'll, I'll come at it from this lens. I don't know what it is yet because I haven't received the vision for it. And I'm very intentional about the words I'm using there. Not that I haven't created it because I think it's already created in the future. I just need to align myself with what that is right now. And I don't know what it is. So. To your point, if you're not thinking about it, or if you're not in that space, that creative space, that reflection time where you can, you know, channel these things and understand what the future holds for you, then you, it's like the grill, right? You got to scrub it a little bit harder. It's more time to, to get it to come through. So, um, and we can wrap this back to your client example as well. If he doesn't know, you mentioned like, well, do we jump right back into strategy? I don't know. It's, it's up to him and, and you guys, right? How, how you approach that. But, and if he's good, what's the next thing he's being called to? And if that's the first time he's thought about it in months, he probably doesn't have that answer. Um, so to me, it, it just, it defines the importance of that um, ongoing maintenance. Even if what I have, like, I, I wonder what this version is with Tony Robbins, a, a billion people. Do you know how many he's fed at this point and how close he is? said it would take him 10 years. That's probably a good way in, I'd say. Like a, okay. Over so halfway. Say he's 50% of the, of the way there. Do you think he's thought yet of once he accomplishes that, what his next one will be? I'll bet he has, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's my point with, yeah. you know, I think once we define it, we get away from that creative space because we know what we're going to do. We show up and we do it and we execute and there's no need for it. What is going to happen is if he doesn't think about it, he might need another year or six months or two years to, to think about what his next big vision is. Whereas if you think if he's thinking about it now, not only will he know what it is when his, this current challenge ends, he's probably going to fold what he's doing now into the next thing and talk about leverage. There's your leverage right there. So maybe that this is my uh, enlightenment for our conversation today is that I'm I've. Uh, Victim is not a great word, but I'm a victim of my own uh, failure to think about the next big thing because I thought I had it a couple of years ago, and maybe I did. And as I'm going through it here, now it's time to adjust to to pivot. And I'm starting from like not even zero, but from like negative to get back to zero so that I can get into plus. Mm. See, that's yeah. that's the danger, right? Because it's easy just to go, I'm all right now. I'm just going to let see what happens. But the regression's happening in that moment. And that's, so that's the scary part. That's the danger part. So that's what is in me to give myself like a metaphorical or even a physical like slap around the back of the head. Because I know that if I'd stay in that space too long, I'm going to forget the other place even exists. Mm. And that's just a belief as well. But and like I often say, that I got into coaching because I was concerned I'd forget the power of personal development, mm. that anything's possible. So if I live in it and I rig the game that I have to live in it, then I, just like we rig the game with this podcast, right? We, we do this 
Mm-hmm. We just came off a big team call where we're crank, cranking on, not this side of our brain at all. But then we push ourselves to this place. We go to that third gear of reflection because we created a environment for it. And that's the tension. Back to the tension again, right? Between the internal and external. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the test. Question for you. How much do you find yourself when we get to an end of a conversation where, you know, we didn't know where this one was going to end up. We don't know where any of them are going to end up where we, you know, we usually take away a principle or like a good reminder. Do we always fit like our aha moments into a principle or is it okay sometimes to, well, this is like new, this is different. Or is it always like all the same stuff? The, The concepts are few and define the methods of many. And not, yeah. I, I believe that there's so much thing, so many things out there that I have no awareness of, and it also appears to me maybe this is a huge blind spot for me that everything that I see fits into somewhere that I can recognize something of from at least like I can put it somewhere I can always put it somewhere if we're talking about some sort of specific technical skill or area which I have no knowledge of I can still fit that into a concept of how to make that work or what I might need to make that work I guess conceptually it's the same as like running and creating a successful business you can do it once you can do it again and you can do it with anything. If the, but I also, like I said, I really want to reiterate that, like, that could be a huge blind spot for me. Because I don't know what I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff out there that if I listen to this conversation in 10 years' time, I'm going to be like, why is that idiot saying like at the end of his sentences? And <laughs> he's got no clue what he's talking about. Mm. Yeah, it seems to me to be a skill to be able to take something forward and and look at it through the lenses that you see it and apply it to something that you already know. And to your point, it's it's difficult to know. You know, I, I I think of it like a tool belt. You got ten different tools. You explore the earth, and like any tool can break through whatever you find anywhere. Then you venture out into space, and then all of a sudden you have a material no. that none of your tools can get through you know maybe we haven't gotten to that point yet maybe maybe we never will maybe maybe we might but um i think it's just a testament to the tools that you've sharpened over the years to be able to have the confidence in whatever unknown happens and be able to look at it through the lens of something you do know and apply it and filter it and categorize it into something that you do know i think that's i think that's a great skill and perhaps it's also that there's a fundamental skill which is it's like this don't do with me So it's it's a observation and a it's more me directing myself around what's there than directing what's there. Mm. So therefore, like as you say, the the tool applies to anything because the tool is moulding itself to what's there, not moulding the thing that's there. Mm. Could be. Could be. Yeah. And it could be something else. 
<laughs> Might as well. Take us home, coach. Yeah, I'm trying to tie this in a bow here today. I think for me, um, the biggest juice of the biggest jolt of energy I got today was when we were talking about planning for the future and how important it is to do that, even when we already know or think we know what we're doing, or else you'll you're a victim. There's that word again of uh of falling into that trap and then having to reset and take longer than you know, having to scrub the grill for a longer time than you actually have to than if you upkeep it uh, on a regular basis. And I think that's a superpower, but it's something I want to practice moving forward here. When we see it so clearly, we still practice it. That's right. Because it's not the time it takes to scrub the grill again. It's the how long does it take to, for you to get to the moment to scrub the grill? And then how much of that time it's taking up to the moment to scrub the grill that you could have invested in something else that's completely outside of does that doesn't that's not created even yet. So it doesn't even matter how much time it takes to scrub the grill. That fifteen minutes, not about that fifteen minutes it takes to scrub the grill. It's the six months before that you thought about like, hey, why don't I just do this daily? And that you could have taken that energy and put something that's creative. Mm. So the thing for me that stood out the most was your reference to being in the space and waiting for that to receive that vision so that you have to be open to receive it mm. in order to receive it. So that's also the other side of it. It's like the antenna has to be up to get the signal. And if you're too busy, just like having the antenna off the roof and just going, is everything okay with the antenna? You know, it's not on there waiting to receive it. But yeah. like sometimes you just go, I'm not, I'm not ready to put the antenna up right now. I'm busy doing something else. And that's mm -hmm. totally fine as well. Right. It's like, I, it's not like I got it. I know that there's something up there and, and I'm missing out on it right now, but also I'm cleaning out the garage. Right. So it's a mess down here. It's a balance. The pendulum swings and, and we, and we continue, we, we trudge on. And we will trudge on next week, Coach. Thanks for joining us uh, this week. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, The Achiever's Mindset. And come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks. And see you again next time. <laughs>